0: Hi, my name is Rhys Meyer, and I'm going to be talking about chapter four screening of Kevin Kelly's The Inevitable. Kevin opens the chapter by talking about how the book has replaced verbal storytelling, and how the book is currently being replaced by the screen. When you think about it, there are screens everywhere. They're always all around us. We have them in our homes. We have them in the dashboard of our cars. We see them on sides of buildings. We use them all the time at work, and we always have one in our pocket, which is our phone. People feared because of this that people would start reading less, but since the 1980s it's in fact triple. This is because of all the blog posts people post online, from just reading credits in movies or playing games and reading the text boxes it has. Kevin then speaks about the Kindle and the advantages it holds over the book. The Kindle is just can replace book from its static content and make it more dynamic, so the pages can change just from the e-ink on its screen. Uh, In the future, he kind of hopes to see people having kind of a follower setup where you can highlight passages and then share them with others, or you can leave reviews on those passages or in chapters or on the book itself. Not only with this, kindles are also just more portable because they're lighter and then can hold up to many books so you're not just stuck with the one all the time. Kevin then speaks about something called the Universal Library, where... Everything will be stored. So, every book in every language, every painting, every photograph, film, every radio, TV, and commercial broadcast, every piece of music by all artists, and all dead web pages and blogs, along with the current live ones. As you can imagine, there's a staggering amount of data here. Kevin then speaks about the future for screens. He goes on to talk to the kind of things we have already, like Google Translate. So if you hold your phone over a sign, it'll translate it to your desired language. And he talks about things like walking down a street, and you can see where all the clean restrooms are, where your friends regularly hang out, what stores sell, and other similar things. He then goes on to say how most objects will contain dull computers so they can interact with each other. So if you pick up any object, maybe like your favorite cereal or something from a supermarket, it'll give you its nutritional value. He also talks about more complex stuff like billboard screens being displayed with lasers instead, so then they could read you or your carriage or something, and then display advertisements directly towards you, so everyone else will have a different experience from what they see. He also goes on talking about stuff. He then gives an example of how people can use these in everyday tasks. So say you go out for a run, the path might highlight in front of you, showing a path that maybe some of your friends had run on earlier that day or that week. You follow this pattern, you might find yourself down by a river. Because you've an animal app installed, so if you pass someone walking their dog, you get an overlay over the dog showing what breed it is. Or if a bird flies by, you get an overlay on the bird, telling you what kind of bird it is. When all this is going on, your heart rate is always been displayed over you. You can see your metabolism, what pace you're hitting. You could take screenshots at any time. You could record a video at any time. And that's just one example. I found this chapter to be very interesting. You can kind of see some of the stuff developing already with the Google's Translate, Google Glass, or even stuff like Microsoft's HoloLens. Something like the billboards being created with the lasers is an interesting concept, and it'll be even more interesting to see if something like this actually gets developed. Thank you for listening.